Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. a couple weeks but hello everybody it's good friend patrick o'dowd with his good friend david ongar welcoming you in to another edition of hockey talk hockey talk is a part of the chair shot radio network here on the chairshot.com where we remind you to always use your head the chairshot.com always use your head dave you know it was chris platt's birthday not too long ago yes a week or so ago oh that happy, happy belated Happy belated birthday, Christopher Platt, who never comes on the network anymore. But you we gotta, miss you. You got to text him, or he doesn't see. So, dude. well, I mean, I'm I'm not cool enough to be in that circle of uh, circle of trust. So, I will uh, I will sit here and and mourn that that the one and only Christopher Platt does you not have come to. Well. You have to go through seventy thousand people to meet up at a random souvenir stand at SoFi Stadium in the middle of WrestleMania to get in that circle of trust, Pat. That's all you got to do. I see. Well, I have no intentions of going to any WrestleManias to go through those hoops, though. Who knows what happens next year in Vegas? Like, who knows? There's talk. There's talk, Greg. Or Greg. Oh, I'm sorry. There's talk, Dave. There's there talk. is. There is talk. So, and uh, lots of interesting talk about. Yeah, we'll have to see what happens. Hey, missed you last week. Hope uh, did you have a good weekend away? Because you, the pictures you sent me indicated a less than stellar experience. Uh, For those of you who don't know, Dave Dave went and hung out with the mouse. I did on a yeah. It was um my wife's late birthday present, and and she and I don't usually get to go together because schedules. Somebody's got to stay with the pups. Um, and on this occasion, everything worked up. The stars aligned for not just me and her to go, but for our niece and nephew to go. And my nephew has not been there in a decade, so he's a big Star Wars fan. Has always wanted to see Galaxy's Edge. And uh, hasn't happened, hasn't materialized. So, you know, I kind of held off getting uh, a ticket until the last minute because things tend to go wrong whenever we try to plan these things out. Somebody gets sick, somebody gets hurt, and I usually am like the line of last defense. So, as I told you, when I tried to get the ticket, they didn't have any reservations for either park. Because I was like, oh, I'll get in one and park hop over to the other one. They had nothing for the single one. So, it looked like... I wasn't going to be able to get in, although I said, look, I'll drive you guys down there that way. You know, my wife, she doesn't dig driving, you know, that distance or at night or anything like that. 
Um, and on the way down there, my niece is looking up stuff and we can't get any single day reservations. And then we discover this neat little scam that Disney pulled here that if you get a Southern California three day pass, magically, there are reservations for the day we are going down there. And my wife explained it very eloquently to me that she's like, well, they allocate certain reservations for certain types of passes. Like she's like, she's a, a magic key holder and she's like, they only do a certain amount even for us. And then they shut that down. So they must've used up. Um, and sure enough, when we got down there walking in, there were signs, no, you know, no reservations are available for today. So I have not seen that before on a random Saturday in February. Um, yeah. Was the, there anything going on? Like, was there like no, an event no, or something? Nope. I looked up everything. Super Bowl, the Super Bowl parade. The day before but the that Super been, Bowl. That would have been the Monday after. Oh, it was the day before. Yeah. So it was like the Monday after, I know. That's the Super Bowl well, parade even, this year. Was even Disneyland, like on the Disney 11th, the, the day of the Super Bowl was sold out. So I'm like, that's really odd. Um, it was it was pretty cool. I mean, you know, Ken got to do Rise of the Resistance, which you and I are very high on. He loved that. Um, we had fun on right. Smuggler's Run. You know, we were a pilot, co-pilot, that sort of thing. Um, it is a little bit strange there without Haunted Mansion being open and with uh, Tiana still a good six to seven to eight months away from being open, that sort of thing. But um, ah, 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 <laughs> ah. we Disney World goers, I'll get to see it first. You will. You will. Although I, I see like, they're making good progress. Um, But, you know, yeah, they're saying in, in Disney World, they're saying summer 2024. So. Well, it was we'll weird. See. That I they, may get to see it when I'm there in September. Yeah, I hope I you should. I hope so. I mean, it's strange that they because they shut down Haunted Mansion, so they made Pirates of the Caribbean uh, a lightning lane thing for the first time ever. But it was broken down most of the day, so it really didn't matter. Well, and there and there was a reason as as this is not only hockey talk; it's your Disney parks talk, everybody. Yeah. The Disney because talk. they're they're expanding they're expanding the queue for Haunted Mansion. Yes. And making it larger and more immersive with some more stellar storytelling. They're adding a store a la like they have at Disney World. Like Disney World's Magic Kingdom, there is Memento Mori, which is right next to Haunted Mansion. And it is a Haunted Mansion store. Like that's everything in there is Haunted Mansion themed stuff. It's the Little O'Dowd's, one of his two favorite stores. The other one being, oddly enough, the... Um, souvenir store at the fort wilderness campground resort and here's why it is a chippendale themed store and so the little o'dowd's favorite characters are chippendale he loves everything about them so we we go we have to now go to fort wilderness resort to check out the chippendale merch that's there and it's it's always been very exciting for us very very fun and uh but between that and memento mori that's what he's got. He has he has again voiced his interest in going to see Disneyland. Well, I have planted the seed in Mrs. O'Dowd about a California trip that may be because let's be real until Disneyland gets its expansion. It's not quite the week long destination vacation that a Disney World trip is because no. the lands are the, the the parks are smaller. Now, that's not to say there isn't other things to do in the area. Like, obviously, well, there are plenty of other fun things to do I'll say that disneyland's bigger than magic king the magic kingdom park disneyland's bigger than that and has is is got probably about 10 extra rides there that magic kingdom doesn't have so but like you're saying three days is the most you really are going to need there until they right. expand but yeah like you're also saying it's very 
uh, like Florida, centrally located and lots of stuff in the surrounding areas. You got Knott's Berry Farm, you got Magic Mountain, you got SeaWorld not too far away. Um, right. Universal not too far away. Although, yeah, if you're going to Universal in Florida, there's no real reason to go to the one in, in Hollywood. Right, right, right. But there, the thing about going to, to Disneyland versus Disney World for us now is the 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 different rides, like the different ride experiences that you can still get at Disneyland that you can't get at Disney World. And the just the shift of some of the familiar rides that exist at both parks but are different at both parks. For example, the aforementioned Haunted Mansion. Haunted Mansion is set up differently at D- Disney World uh, versus Disneyland. And, and, of course, if you're going to go during the holidays, yeah. you get the bonus of the Nightmare Before Christmas overlay at Disneyland over, over Disney World, which is always sets it ahead. But even though it's a little difference, too, like the, the, the walkway versus everything being in the Doom buggy like it is in Disney World, like the little dad's like, but I want to see it. Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. You can only get that now yes. at Disneyland. You can't yes. get that at Disney World. Uh, and, creepy though it is. And Pirates is a very different ride Better. out here. Yeah, there's multiple there's two drops. Uh it's a little it's a get, little more intense. You get what you actually get wet on one of them now. They did something. They tweaked yep. it like and, and you get a little bit a uh, little bit wet on there. Um so yeah, I, there's so. there's definitely reasons to and it feels different. The atmosphere is very different right. out here. It, it's cuz it's the original and it's got yeah some stuff on main street that magic kingdom doesn't exactly, it doesn't feel the same. Right, but then magic, kingdom, but then magic kingdom's festival game come Epcot, yeah. just like it kind of blew it. Like you get four different festivals and stuff like that. Yeah. Anyway, someday Dave and I are just going to change the hockey talk po- podcast to the Disney talk podcast. And you'll get all of your Disney travel. When needs. you come out uh, here or we meet up for a live show, that's what we will do. Okay. Okay. We'll see what happens there. Who knows? Maybe it'll be next year when i might go to vegas but we're not here to talk about disney we just did that for 10 minutes part of that is because kids i got a confession i have not watched a lot of hockey and i'm gonna own it up front i'm gonna pull that curtain back i'm gonna own it because as everybody knows i am a college basketball nut like i love me my ncaa basketball and we are in peak college basketball season we are in february as conference uh, conference standings start to shake out as teams are starting to fight their way towards March and selection Sunday for March Madness. That's all coming down the pipe. And I have been watching intensely my beloved Fighting Illini, who incidentally on this past Saturday beat Dave's Maryland Terrapins, got a, a measure of revenge after the Terps beat Illinois on their home court. Illinois turned around and beat them on their home court. It was a great game nip and tuck all the way really came down to uh, a crazy sequence late in the game. Illinois is up one, a missed shot on a three on Illinois, Illinois end of the floor results in a player, Coleman Hawkins grabbing a rebound, but he's falling out of bounds. And so in desperation, rather than give up the possession, he tries to save it, throws it into the waiting hands of Jameer Young, who looks like he has a clear path to the basket until Marcus Damask bothers him on the layup. Young misses. Illinois gets the rebound and basically does a three-quarter court pass to the aforementioned Coleman Hawkins, who's under the hoop. He gets a two-handed dunk and one, puts Illinois up four instead of being down one, and that was 
kind of the backbreaker for the Maryland Terrapins in front of a full house. All of that because I haven't been watching hockey, Dave. So I'm, I'm very sorry. I knew that I knew the Terps and the Illini uh, were playing yesterday. Based on your reactions it as game. it was going on, I was I was uh, wondering if the the Terps had won. But uh, sounds like a good game. Um, UConn looks um, Maryland. Is, UConn Maryland looks pretty gives good. Illinois fits. UConn is the best team in the country. There, you know. Sorry for those of you in West Lafayette uh, who love the their Purdue Boilermakers, and you have the best player in the country. Absolutely, Zach Eady is a seven foot four monster. UConn is the best team in the country. UConn welcomed in a number five ranked Marquette four. and just boat four ranked Marquette and just boat raced them off the court. And I mean, it was ugly. I there, I posted the Simpsons. Yeah. I posted the Simpson gif. It got so bad. Like they, UConn was supposed to take a step back. They're the defending champions, right? UConn is. They did. They wanted. Yeah. They wanted all last year, and they lost all this talent. And everybody was like, "I, I, they're going to be good." They didn't know they were going to be this good. But Donovan Klingon, their their center, they have their own seven footer. He's a he's a monster, and he's fully healthy. He's do he's getting shit done. He is he is a pain in the ass for anybody to guard because he can he can stretch you. He can pull you away from the basket, and he can also have gravity around the basket. So he is he is a hell of a great player amongst a lineup of great players. UConn is going to be great. But, hey, again, that's what I've been up to. We are going to talk a little bit of hockey today because this is Hockey Talk. So thank you to those of you who stuck with us for 14 minutes. We're going to take our first commercial break, and then I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to fire some stuff. Oh, what's up? No, I was going to say we got by the, that opening uh... – Opening place. Oh yeah, we got past the opening placeholder. We talked Disney and college basketball. It's great. There may be a college basketball podcast on the horizon too. Uh, More, more on that. It's it's about whether or not. uh, You know, PC Tony. He's always pitching podcasts. That's all I'm going to say. He's always pitching podcasts. So we're going to take our first commercial break. When we come back, I promise you. When we come back, you will get to hear us talk a little hockey. You are listening to Hockey Talk. Here on the ChairShot Radio Network, a part of the ChairShot.com. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to hero.co to shop today. This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out thechairshot.com, bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thechairshot.com. Welcome back, everyone, to Hockey Talk. Patrick O'Dowd, David Ongar here on the Chairshot Radio Network, part of thechairshot.com, where we remind you to always use your head. If you love what we do, head over to ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash the chair shot. Invest in a chair shot shirt. Only $19.99. Tons of designs there. Spend a few dollars more, though. You can get it soft style. It'll feel great on your giblets. We'll thank you. We love you. Help support us. Keep this going. We love bringing you content every single day. Dave, 
there was some, there have been some notable things that have happened. Uh, I love one of my favorite things about NHL.com is no matter how unprepared I am for this podcast, and I am woefully underprepared today, they have a little segment that they put out every day called the NHL Morning Skate. And that's how we can see that the Stadium Series game was played on Saturday. The Devils, the New Jersey Devils, get their first ever outdoor win. And I guess here's my question to you. What are your thoughts about a hockey game being played in a 75,000-person stadium? (laughs) I mean, me personally, as long as the conditions are right and, and the stadium's set up well and the sight lines are good, I'm all in favor of it because anything that gets... More exposure for the NHL, I think, is is an excellent thing. And and I and I, I I mean yeah, I mean going back to its roots and the outdoor stadiums and and stuff like that. I've I've always enjoyed the stadium series. I mean, the Winter Classic is the Winter Classic. Um, these are kind of good, fun little runner ups and that sort of thing. But um, yeah, New Jersey needed that win in a big way. That's for sure. So I I like it as long. But like I'm saying, as long as it's done right, you know, and and you're not just like putting a hockey rink in a stadium for the sake of doing it. And it's just there. And, and it's just like, okay, this, this looks like shit. Why should I care? Um, where did they play this one at? Uh, MetLife stadium. Oh, I, do yeah, well, I mean, they've done stuff. Yeah. MetLife. And, and here's the that. thing is we're recording here on Sunday. By the time this drops on Tuesday, they're actually playing a second stadium series game. There's another game tonight. That's the Rangers and the Islanders. And I don't even think it's tonight. It's like this afternoon. Is that the Rangers and the Islanders as well? Okay. Yeah. And um, they already uh, the are not the Rangers, the Islanders on their social media. They've already they, they showed they did the locker room thing, right, where they've got the locker room set up and the jerseys are hanging there and they're like, we're ready to go. So I think that's where a stadium series game really works. By the way, if you're going to fill up a major stadium, MetLife, let's make no joke about it. Like MetLife is a big stadium. If you're going to fill that up for people to watch a hockey game, doing an in-state game like that or, you know, having the Jersey Devils play there teams that are close that that make a lot of sense i think that makes a ton of sense and i do like these outdoor nhl games you know next year next year's stadium series game is taking place in uh columbus i think uh the blue jackets got the got the stadium oh, series game. they're very very they're gonna play at ohio, um, the ohio state stadium i think so yeah uh and then the other the other one that they do the winter classic the winter classic is taking place in wrigley field up in Chicago, and it's the Blues and the it's the Blues and the Blackhawks. Oh. So that that makes a ton of sense, you know. Get a, get two teams, two rivals that can take each other on. Good fan bases that are in the area can go, can see their teams in a unique environment. Wrigley Wrigley Field's going to be busy next year. They're hosting, they're doing an NCAA football game. Illinois Northwestern are playing at Wrigley Field for a college football game in the off season. And and they're going to host the winter classic next year as well. And so those two games are very, very exciting. And then, yeah, you've got Columbus, uh, the Columbus blue jackets are going to be hosting the stadium series game around this time of year next year. And, you know, who knows? I I look forward to seeing what kind of, um, what kind of atmosphere they have today as we're recording. It should be electric. Uh, I mean, devil's flyers. Yeah. Um, yeah. but Rangers Islanders that you get the Rangers involved, that city loves the New York Rangers. They love them. The Rangers and, um, you know, maybe Rangers devils is the only thing I could think of that would have more electricity to it. But yeah, Rangers Islanders, right. that should be, that should be fun. I mean, and you look at the standings, 
uh, Rangers are red hot right now. And all these teams that are yep. playing, Devils need a win. They got to win. Islanders desperately need a win uh, to stay in this thing. I mean, uh, the coaching change hasn't exactly. Patrick Waz had a little bit of success, but not not what I'm sure they were hoping for. Right. Let's let's be clear, by the way. Uh, the the announced attendance for yet for for Saturday's game seventy thousand three hundred and twenty eight fans. That's that's a hell that's of big, a that's a big that's crowd. A hell of a, that's a hell of a that's a hell of a crowd. That's it a lot of a, that's a I, lot of people going through some turnstiles. It is, and I know it makes you and I smile. So, and I think they'll sell out yeah, today. I two, think for uh, sure they'll sell out two, today. Two rookie goaltenders yesterday. Two rookie goaltenders mm-hmm. playing playing in the stadium. So good stuff. And uh, what is it? Um, Oh shoot! I'm gonna lose it. I lost. Nico Dawes, 45 saves, set an NHL outdoor game record, and was the third highest total by a rookie this year. So, tip of the cap to Dawes. That was a that was a heck of a thing. I would go to I I would go to an outdoor game. Oh yeah, I would go to a stadium game. Absolutely. Um, you know, maybe I you know, I, they did one at Yankee Stadium ten years ago. That's that's one of the things that. Morning skate was talking about is that this game tonight is a rematch of of a Yankee uh, Yankee Stadium game back in 2014. I would Gallery. I would love to see them do something at the Rose Bowl, and I know it has its challenges because of the weather out here. But they did a game in 100 plus degrees with between like the Kings and somebody else in Vegas years ago, and were able to keep right. the ice okay. So I know it. I know it can. And the Kings did an outdoor game. I think it maybe at Dodger Stadium not that long ago. Um, so I know it could be done. It's just it. It's they, got if its they challenges. ever roll around back to if they ever roll back around to Fenway and can yes. get it to do to do one in Fenway, I'd go see one in Fenway. Um, that the, would be that would be a lot of fun. Yeah, the Caps, or even the former Foxborough, like even even Gillette Stadium, like I'd do Gillette. I I mean, you could do Bush Stadium, would seem to, or whatever is in Saint. Where did the Cardinals play? Yeah, Saint Bush Stadium. Yeah. Saint Louis Saint Louis fans show up too. Like that's the thing I love. Like even when their team is terrible. They, they show up like they always they're they're going to support the team so that that should be good. Your team's not um, terrible though, Pat. We're going to get to that. We'll get to that in the second half of the program after we take our second commercial break because there is one other thing. Did you see the? Have you seen the kind of tear Austin Matthews has been on the yes. last two games? Yep, back Natu- to natural back hat tricks. It's, yeah, it's, uh, that is sick. Yeah. and I mean, wow. The the Maple Leafs and the Panthers both scored nine goals. Uh, yeah, the, yesterday. That's you, that's ridiculous. Have you seen the standings? For the first time since I can't remember when, Boston is not leading the Atlantic any longer. We're again. We're oh. gonna we're gonna talk about that on the second. We're gonna talk standings in All the right. second half. I was just talking fun news items to start. You know, Austin Matthews getting hat tricks like it's his job. I mean, we know he's good. Uh, what what else is that? Yarmir Yager is his jersey was finally retired. They finally had the jersey retiring ceremony um it seems a little bit overdue but the guy never retired he just kept playing and kept playing yeah he was i mean he was he was on the ice for how name a player you loved to hate more than yarmir yager who 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 is the player that you just you and here's the thing is and you you wanted him on your team so bad it's easy but you couldn't have it's easy for me mario lemieux who's easy mario Ah, easy and a pretty fucking face of his yeah God, and just damn so damn good. And I just, you know, just... well, what is it about Pittsburgh Penguin players having punchable faces? Because Sidney Crosby's <laughs> kind of got a punchable face, right? Like yeah. you kind of want to hit the kid a little bit. You want to respect him, but let's let's look at your guy, Ovi. 
Ovi looks like a hockey player. Ovi's got the missing teeth and the crooked kind of cragged jaw. Sid Crosby, kind of kind of pretty. I'm Mario Lemieux, kind of pretty. Yeah, I'm like I'm just looking at you know, looking at Austin Matthews numbers. Forty eight goals, and there's still a good almost thirty games left. You're I you know it's been a while since somebody got seventy. He might be able to pull it off. He might. Um, completely unrelated to the Austin Matthews stock. Uh, definitely not a pretty Lemieux. Claude Lemieux. No. <laughs> dude, that dude looked like a hockey player, right? Like, there's certain dudes, like, you're like, oh, that's a professional athlete. And, you, and the person would be like, really? What sport do they, you know, what sport do they play? Yeah, and you're like, was... oh, hockey. You look at Claude Lemieux, you're like, yep, yep. By the way, for me, Chris Chelios. Oh, I yeah. couldn't stand... Chris Chelios, because he wasn't on my team, and he just he burned my team all the time. Like I, it was a he hate us because he ain't us sort of moment. Like I hated him because he wasn't on my team, but man, I wanted him on my team. Yeah, he I was mean, so good. Yeah, Lemieux stands out. Yarmir Yager stands out. I'm sure for you, Stevie Y is high up there on the list of people you dislike yeah, greatly. Uh, oddly enough, I hated Fedorov more than I hated Eiserman. Yeah, I could see that. Because he's just that, so good. I say it, that it has but, nothing to do with like him as a person either. It's right. just like he's and I Sergey Fedorov was just and ridiculous. I get that. And the reason I can't, you know, Fedorov has a special place to me because he scored the game-winning goal in Game Seven against the Rangers in 2010 mm. or t- 2009. The yeah, when they came back from three games to one to beat the Rangers and then should have beat the Penguins but flamed out again. So it's the Caps. What do you expect? Ovi started scoring. I was texting you earlier that, you know, he went from like yeah, I noticed that. Good for him. on a nice six game run there to kind of get respectable a little bit here and, uh, and, you know, start to get people talking again about the record. So um, it's amazing what happens when people try to set him up instead of the other way around. Right. It is. It's, you know, it's almost as if he's a scorer. scorer. Yeah. Right. <laughs> By the way, I, I had to look this up just because when you were like, you know, Sergey played whenever he played for you guys and almost, you know, and kind of led your led your caps to victory. Sergey Federer is only 54 years old. Oh, and I'm looking at like her. I'm looking at her photos of him. He's he looks good. He looks oh, good. I mean, like you watch that goal he scores against the Rangers. It's just him, him and Ovi going up the ice and he just takes it the whole way and just stops. And I forget who the Rangers defender was just skates by him and he just blasts it over Lundquist's shoulder. It's like, geez. Yeah. <laughs> so good. So good. Cool. All right. So that was a lot of fun. Got some of that off our off our chest. We talked about our fl- favorite players to hate. Mm. That segues nicely into us taking our second commercial break already. And we'll talk a little standings. Uh, talk about where things have, have shifted since the All-Star break two weeks ago. Hard to believe it's already been two weeks. But when we come back, we'll take a look at where things stand. And Dave can finally talk about how the Bruins are no longer in first place out there in the East. It's a uh, what a world we live in. So all that and more when we come back. You've been listening to Hockey Talk on the ChairShot Radio Network, part of the ChairShot.com. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey, folks. PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code ChairShot. Head to AngryLemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code ChairShot to save 10%. That's AngryLemonade.net. Welcome back, everyone, to Hockey Talk. Patrick O'Dowd, David Ungar here, giving you all the all the deets as best we can on on the hockey here on the Chairshot Radio Network, part of the Chairshot.com. Always use your head 
yada 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 prowrestlingtees.com forward slash chair shot yada 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 1999 soft style a few dollars more so on and so giblets. forth say giblets somewhere giblets giblets feeling good all right dave you mentioned it uh in the last hour and ash or in the last segment i asked you to hold off for a second so we can talk about it this segment um first of all kids when you are a fan of a winning hockey team as I'm going to speak for Dave here, I'm going to presume that Dave is in agreement. When you are the fan of a winning hockey team, don't go on social media when your team is losing and be like, my team sucks. When your team is in first place in the Atlantic at the time, no longer. Because you know what? Your team's in a little bit of a slump, but they're not, they don't suck. It's not your fault. Well, it, I mean, it is kind of your team's fault that they're 4-4-2 four, four, and two in their last 10, while Florida has gone on a serious tear. They've won five in a row. They're nine and one in their last 10. They are kicking ass and taking still a lot of season left, and they're only a point. And Bruins fans, you're still a good nine points up on Toronto. So do me a favor. Don't say your team sucks because they're in a little bit of a slump. This is part of the season. Because, Dave, I don't know about you. I'm not worried about the Boston Bruins. Are you? Not in the least, and they are going to be right. Why there. not? Yeah, because they're right. they're great. They're they're good, solid team, and you know, okay, they've lost four in a row. Get over it. They're going to be all right. Still got, like you said, a healthy lead over Toronto. But I'll, I'll tell you, man. Um, I think flying under the radar, a sneaky good rivalry is building between Boston and Florida, and it started last year in that tremendous upset of a series that took place and we all talk about boston toronto boston toronto and for good reason that makes sense but this boston florida thing this dynamic that's going on is going to be really interesting how this plays out especially if let's say boston does get by toronto which i think is reasonable to assume that that's going to happen and florida's waiting there in the wings that series is going to be pretty damn intense but yeah, to get to your point, I'm not worried about the Boston Bruins. They you weren't going to have a season like a year ago. They started that way, but you know, come on. That's a ridiculous pace to try and keep up. It's not going to happen. This is more normal what you would expect from the Boston Bruins and yeah, I think they've got as good a chance as anybody to win the whole damn thing. Can we uh I'm going to jump to the other side real quick. Can we declare the Pacific done yet? Uh where are we? What is this? We're Oh, let's see. Um, Vancouver, yeah, Vancouver sit with it. Vancouver sit with a 12 points. points either 80 points, 80 points on the season. Highest, like highest point total out of any team. Yeah. They're pretty and good. I, I don't know. Like that's yeah. They're 37 and 13. Like that's, and you look at their last 10, again, six, two and who two. Who saw this coming? Nobody. Who saw this coming? And we've been Nobody waiting all, we've been waiting all year for it to go away or fall apart. And it's not. And I think at this point, yeah, you got to figure they're real. And I, I know, like, last time we did Hockey Talk, Edmonton was on the verge of tying the record. That did not happen because the champs nope. the champs said, we're the champs for a reason. And Aiden Hill said, not tonight, assholes. You're not having it tonight. Right. Um, and Edmonton since then is kind of, uh, they're okay. They're 7-3 and three in their last 10. But, um, yeah, Vancouver, they're, uh, they've got to be the surprise of the year. And I think, like you're saying, I'm not ready to declare it over, but unless Vancouver goes on like a 10 game losing streak, it's over. Right. They'd have, I, they really would have to do, go into it. Like a do just do a header. Yeah. And like, and just totally face plant in the sea. And that's not they're to say that it can't good. happen. It could, um, but, you know, they're awfully good. 
they are really, really good, and they they have been showing out like crazy. So I I don't I, I'm in two weeks if we're still sitting at this kind of a lead. I think you're yeah, done. Yeah, let's uh, let's so, let's talk about your trade guys. trade trade deadline. Be damned. Yeah, let's talk about the Blues and how good they've been since coming back from the all. Like after putting on what I would describe as the most lackluster display of hockey when I last watched them when they played the Blue Jackets and both teams were just like, can we just get to the All-Star game? Can can we just just get done? What do you think this coaching change is is the reason for it? I mean, they've been much better since they got rid of They're scoring goals. They're scoring goals. Whatever, like, whatever he's, he he has revitalized them offensively. You know, you look, it's funny because they're still at a minus eight goal differential, even with how much better they've been playing because they would win games by one goal and lose games by like five goals. And outside of yesterday from when we're recording this, so Saturday when they gave up five goals to Nashville, they they've still been defending pretty well, but they're scoring like they, I mean, there, there was a game they scored seven goals. I want to say um, a call like a week or so ago. And so the offense just has looked so much better, looks so much smoother. They're just playing more inspired hockey. And that, it's weird because this feel like I'm going to say this and I don't want people to take this as me saying the blues are going to win the Stanley cup. But the last time the blues made a coaching chain when they were playing uninspired hockey and they were playing even more uninspired hockey than when we let Craig Berube go, they won the cup because you know, the coaching staff, the coaching change really got them into a place where they just they fixed a lot of our deficiencies and in, in, in scoring. Like Jordan Cairo is is really turning it on lately. Like he's been playing extraordinarily well. He's kind of become the the big threat out of the team. Like when when Cairo has the puck, you expect good things to happen. And Tory Crew starting to play better. Kind of like the kind of looking like the guy we thought we were going to get when we picked him up from Boston. And it's just it's been it's been good. It's well, been good to see. And um, NHL.com has a pretty good write-up on uh, your new center, Robert Thomas, and how he's tried. Yep, Robert, how he's well, filled not our new center. New-ish, I guess. Um, I mean, when He's they, been around for, he's been a blue for a while. Yeah, when they got rid of Ryan O'Reilly and how Thomas has kind of filled that role, uh, probably better than right. I think people expect. I mean, I think, you know, you got, we talked about Austin Matthews. He's coming in for the next game with St. Louis. So that'll tell a tale. And Jordan Bennington, I've watched him lately. Um, still remarkable. He's, he's, he's good. He's good. Benny right now. He's not bad. Benny. Yeah, he when he's bad, Benny, when he's bad, Benny is bad. So you got, you got to so watch out for that. Your guys at the deadline right now, looking like probably buyers, I would say, uh, you know, if, if nothing changes, yeah, I would, I, I would say if, if, you know, they're right now, they're sitting in that second wild card spot. They're only a couple points up on the aforementioned Nashville Preds. So you yeah you would think that army would would be looking or sorry doug armstrong for those of you who don't know that he's going to be looking to bring in i would say you know we're still we're scoring and we're doing better i think he, i i don't i don't think he can go wrong with getting another guy who can put the put the puck in the net my guys meanwhile you know I mean? are in the worst possible place to be right because they're not they're no, no man's land. They are no they're man's in no land. man's land. They're like six points out of the wild card. Detroit, shockingly, is the second wild card. So, and you're if you're looking at that as a Caps fan, and you're saying uh, we've been inconsistent as hell this year. Sometimes we score, sometimes we don't. But 
Detroit is the team in front of you. And I mean, yeah, you've got the Islanders and the Devils are also sitting there. But yeah, I think, you know, that's what I was wondering. Okay, March 8th, that's still a few weeks away. So I think by then you'll have a better idea. But right now, um, God, man, if I was the Caps and I really wanted to make a run, we talked about it earlier, their prospect, Ryan Leonard, just keeps scoring goals and at a ridiculously healthy clip. And I'm like, dude, once the college playoffs, if, if he's eliminated, you really should probably think about bringing him in and see what he can do. See if he can ignite anything because they need something. And if the kid is as good as he seems to be, why wouldn't you bring him in at this point? And just, even if you don't make the playoffs, see what he's got. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right. Here's one other little thing. Blackhawks fan. Good news. Welcome back. Connor Rodard. Yep. Came back this past week. Um, Took a nasty hit, broke his jaw. Original timeline said he was going to miss six weeks. So to get him back early, sells tickets. Like the Blackhawks are still a couple of years away, a couple of draft picks and, and players away. But, I mean, that guy, he's good stuff. Dude, lost in the lost in the stadium series uh, was a game played last night that just has riveting written all over it. The Columbus Blue Jackets and the San Jose Sharks. Woo. Oof. Wow. Yeah, uh your girlfriend (laughs) everybody's got to everybody's got to play everybody you know that's that's how that's how we do it that's how we do it so columbus got um, rid of their gm earlier in the week too so they did they did so well again change needs to happen and this is you say disaster but this is very typical of hockey uh you know coaching changes happen all the time gms get fired all the time I, I can't believe, honestly, with uh, Baruby getting fired, I wondered how much of a leash Doug Armstrong had with the Blues because you you wonder if it's time for that regime to change. Obviously, the coaching change has helped. Uh, I still think he needs to make some moves and do better with his with his salary cap because what really hurt the Blues and why they took such a big step back and, and just now are starting to play well and still have a ways to go, in my opinion. Like, I'll believe this run if it's sustained. And like you said, you know, we got some big games coming up to see if that that's sustained. And yes, I did the poor sports journalist thing and said we. But um, Doug Armstrong needs to find talent, sign it, and not sign it in such a way that when you lose them, you you can't sign anybody else. Because that was that was really what happened. Is we had to go young all over again. We had to go young and inexperienced, and that made it very very challenging to maintain. So. Dave, we are coming up on time, my friend. You want to say two words about your Washington Capitals? I already did. Just they're in no man's land, like okay. we talked about. You know, OV scoring, nobody else is scoring. Bring up Ryan Leonard. Let's uh, let's see what happens. Um, to, to to quote the great John Lovitz in his terrific animated television series, The Critic, they stink. Oh, they don't sorry. stink. They're just not good enough to be. They're blah. They're they're okay. They're, they're they okay. are as middle okay. of the road as exactly. They're, they're yeah, fine. They're, they're fine. They're fine. Cool. They're All right. Better, well, that's better than Madam Web. Week. I'll put it that way. So, well, no, none of us have seen Madam Web in fairness because it's not looking good. But that's a different show. We are going to end this show though. And before we do, Dave, tell everybody where they can find you out there on the socials and on the Chairshot Radio Network. Oh, you can find me on the platform that we affectionately call Twix at Attitude Ag. That is at Attitude A-G-G, Facebook.com slash Attitude of Aggression, Threads, and Instagram at Attitude of Aggression, all one word. 
just to pull my uh, chair shot villain card. Uh, you call it Twix. I call it X Twitter. Hey, whatever, whatever floats your boat, buddy. It's all good. That's fair. <laughs> and you can follow me on the aforementioned X Twitter and every other social media platform that you can think of by heading over and following at Wrestling Realist. That is at W R E S T L N G R E A L I S T. Catch me every Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Mondays, talking nerdy stuff on Bandwagon Nerds. Tuesdays, talking hockey or music with this David Ungar fellow that's sitting right here over to my right in virtual world. Mm. And on Wednesdays, talking wrestling with my best friend Greg DeMarco on the Greg DeMarco Show. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this week's edition of Hockey Talk. We will catch you next week where hopefully my St. Louis Blues will still be winning games. Hopefully, Dave's Caps will have pulled themselves out of their drudgery. And hopefully... We see some more exciting hockey up at the top of the standings because things are heating up. We're getting closer to trade deadline. It's an exciting time. Until then, we'll catch you on the flip side. You've been listening to Hockey Talk here on the ChairShot Radio Network, part of the ChairShot.com. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.